why am I? I can't work today. You're fine. You're I'm fine. Quitting. You got I'm, it. You got I, okay. it. Did Ooh. you just say I'm quitting? <laughs> Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review Podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and I'm your former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing Notes of Autumn, which originally premiered on Saturday, September 16th on the Hallmark Channel. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, please come follow us on Instagram. You can find us at Megan and Wendy and Girls Gone Hallmark. Hallmark. Hey, we're ticking up closer to that 500 number that you like to see in our Facebook group. We are. A little little over 400 now. Come join us. Girls Gone Hallmark on Facebook. Speaking of numbers, we're always looking to grow those review numbers. So while you're listening, open that Apple Podcast app, leave us your ratings and reviews. And yes, we mean you. We want to hear from you. Speaking of hearing from people, I have an email. Oh, do tell. Mm-hmm. From Chantal, who is writing in reference to a comment you made on our Guiding Emily episode. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Don't be. <laughs> in regards to the bandages on Emily's eyes and how it looked like they were not touching. Mm-hmm. She says, just listening to your review, not recap, LOL, of this movie. <laughs> Throwing shade at a recent <laughs> reviewer. I think her eyes were bandaged at first, and then later they looked like they were taped to the inside of her glasses. The bandages. So maybe just for protection, but not to completely mm. seal her eyes from the world. Okay. Just a thought. All right. Okay. Thanks, Chantal, for the email. You know who we haven't heard from? Hmm. Or unless you haven't told me. Hmm. Correspondent Mike? Not in a long time. He, he always used to email us, like, after our shows dropped. Mike, are you still out there? Oh, he would email us before. I had all of his thoughts to share. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Where where are you? Big news on the Hallmark front. Yeah. This week, Hallmark dropped their countdown to Christmas slate. You hear this? (laughs) That was me yesterday (laughs) typing up the longest blog post I probably have ever written. Yeah. And I feel like we just need to have the Rocky music playing behind us for the next three months because it is time the season has arrived. Yeah. So I, we made a prediction on a recent episode. We were talking about the slate. We weren't sure what it was going to look like. And I think I said 25, like it was going to be in the 20s. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I said. We were wrong. Oh, it's super wrong. So right before the actual lineup dropped, there was an article in Variety where Hallmark ca- officials came out and said, we are dropping a full slate of movies this season. Yes, suckers, 40 plus. So they both were able to get ahead of the strike and then they were able to get waivers. And companies that get waivers are companies that are willing to meet the rules that SAG-AFTRA has set out. Okay. And the WGA, like they're willing to meet those, the demands that they're making of the networks. And so Hallmark's like, yeah, we'll do that. So they got waivers to film all these movies. Wow. Which is great news for Hallmark fans. And not only are they dropping a full slate, it's their biggest slate ever. Oh, really? Yes. There are 31 new movies on the Hallmark channel. Mm -hmm. Nine new movies on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Mm -hmm. which is 40. Plus there are two Hallmark Movies Now exclusives. 
And then in order to kind of build value for that Hallmark Movies Now platform, they are dropping two movies early on the Hallmark Movies Now platform. That are going to be on a different channel. Not a different, on a Hallmark channel. They will premiere on Got Hallmark. It. So that's 42 movies. There were two Christmas and July movies as well this year. So if you want to count that as part of their Christmas lineup, sometimes they do. So that's 44. But 42, last year we had 41. Okay. So their biggest slate ever. All right. Hallmark is really showing everybody who's boss right now. I guess so. I mean, there are several that I'm looking forward to. There are several I am not looking forward to. Stay tuned for our Countdown to Christmas preview episode. We're going to run down each and every one of those movies and our first impressions of them. Yes, ma'am. You ready for a synopsis? I am. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Ellie, a pianist, gave up her passion and works for a hotel. Leo, a famous author with writer's block who can't finish highly popular book series. They both decide to swap places, ending up... Completely lost in their new surroundings. This is a terrible synopsis. Yes, I did copy and paste from, I believe, the Hallmark website. Yikes. It's not great. If I had to summarize it, Ellie's struggling with her job. Leo's struggling with his job. They decide, hey, we need to change the pace. Let's stay in each other's apartments in different parts of the country. And then love ensues. Yeah, but I would call Leo's a home. It's no apartment there. Dude, those home they were homes. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I was, well, I mean, Leo... How did she have that giant kitchen in what felt like it should be a city apartment I, based I, on the exterior I, I don't shot. understand. This movie was originally titled Fall Swap. Don't hate it, actually. Tell me the name of the... The Holiday. That's what it was called? The Holiday? I'm thinking of yeah, where they Cameron sp- Diaz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, the Holiday. Great movie. I enjoy that movie, too. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Another movie with beautiful homes in it. Um, I don't hate Fall Swap, either. Kind of like it. Notes of Autumn leans heavily into the music side of this story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have some notes (laughs) on that in a minute, too. Okay. Ashley Williams stars as Ellie. She has 81 acting credits, including five more minutes, moments like these, two tickets to paradise, and Love Classified, all from 2022. She also starred in 10 episodes of Amber Brown on Apple TV, which also starred Sarah Drew from last week's Guiding Emily. Well, now I feel like I need to watch Amber Brown. I know. I've never even heard of that. It's on Apple TV. That's one of the streaming sources I recently canceled in a a fit of... We're spending too much money, and this $7 monthly charge is going to be what saves us. You can come over and watch it at my house. (laughs) Um, Singer-songwriter Debbie Gibson served as an executive producer. According to TV Fanatic, this is Debbie Gibson's return to Hallmark. She starred and produced in Summer of Dreams in 2016 and in Wedding of Dreams in 2018. Did you see either of those movies? No. But I love me some Debbie Gibson. Yeah. Debbie Gibson was the first concert I ever saw as a child. Exciting. But can I ask you a question? I'm trying this my head is getting all mixed up because while watching this movie, there was a lot of strings playing, right? A lot of instruments with strings. Did Debbie Gibson play the violin at some point, like in a video? Oh, I'm kind of getting that. Electric blue? Like, doesn't that sound familiar? It's either the Mandela effect or it happened. Because in my mind I can see it. Me too. But I did search and could not find anything. So Okay. But 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. Luke McFarlane co-stars as Leo. Now, if you recall, look to, look, Luke. <laughs> Luke took a small break. I recall he from was From the Hallmark Channel. You know, to me, when he left, it was like, I'm out of here, peace. He's really only gone a year. Like, he could have just not worked in that time and not made this big exit, right? Uh, yeah, but he also did big, huge things. I agree. Like, he was in Bros. He was in a show called Platonic on Apple TV. That I love. Uh, I had read that he was even offered a role in the mega summer hit Barbie. Oh. But declined because of conflicts. I don't think he was going for the Ryan Gosling role. But, but he, he could have been Aiken. Yeah. Aiken. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Additionally, McFarlane and his partner recently welcomed a baby girl named Tess, oh, Tess in June of this year. How cute is that name, right? So I have to wonder, why is he back at Hallmark if he's, like, killing the game outside of the Hallmark network? Did they make him an offer he couldn't refuse? Or maybe they're like, look, we want you to be able to tell the stories you want to tell. So look at this role that we think you might love. Okay. Totally fair. But he's playing a straight person in Countdown to Christmas. I think he's playing a straight person in Countdown to Christmas. I don't know for sure. Okay. So look, we Wendy and I had this discussion yesterday. I... I don't think there were any sour grapes when he left the network. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, he wasn't under contract with Hallmark and he was like, they've been good to me. I made a lot of cool roles, but maybe there's more out there. And I think he's discovered that there is more out there. He can do both. I think the beauty of Hallmark is that they film so quickly right. that he's like, yeah, I'm going to come back for two weeks and make this movie and two weeks and make that movie, but also make myself available. And the strike is happening so all these big networks aren't making movies, but Hallmark is. Yeah. I'm happy to have him back. Oh, me too. Me too, definitely. Marcus Rosner brings his signature BDE as Sam. We last saw him as Austin McMurray in the series Ride. He was also in one of the fan favorite fall movie reviews, Autumn in the Vineyard, which dropped a few weeks ago here on Girls Gone Hallmark. He's got three Christmas-themed movies in the hopper, according to IMDb. If you follow Rossner on Instagram, you'll see he's been on a long road to recovery since major leg surgery in November 2022, which we discussed on mm -hmm. one of our ride recaps. I can't think about it too much. Like it, I have um, sympathy pain thinking about yeah. the traumatic leg injury. And the months and months of physical therapy. No, I can't. But he is starring in two Hallmark Christmas movies, one airing on Hallmark movies now this season. That's correct. How do you say this guy's name? Peter Porte? Sure. Peter Porte plays Matt or Matteo if you're his mom. Um, I'm completely unfamiliar with this actor, but Hallmark fans were happy he was back. He has 50 acting credits, including Rome in Love and A Gift for Christmas for Hallmark. He's also been on Days of Our Lives, NCIS, and in the Neil Patrick Harris series Uncoupled. Oh, hey, I actually like that show. Um, I will say my husband was like, hey, he's on my soap opera when he walked in the room. Oh, really? When Calls the Heart stars Pascal Hutton and Kevin Smith pop up throughout the movie playing Isabel and Jack, who are fictional characters in Leo's novel, the two play a married couple on When Calls the Heart. Did I write that note? No. That just came right out of my brain. My God. I'm like... Searching, searching. Where is it? Where is it? Uh, the script was written by Rick Garman, who has 27 previous writing credits. His last three movies for Hallmark were Groundswell, 
Christmas at Castle Heart and you had me at Aloha, but his last two movies were the CCB and Danica McKellar Christmas movies for Gaff last year. I gotta say, that would not inspire a lot of confidence and uh, knocked it out of the park with his script here. Agree. He's also got a John Brotherton Christmas movie in the hopper, according to IMDb. Interested to see where that one lands. Now, of course, I wrote these notes before the Hallmark dropped their slate. So I do remember a John Brotherton movie. I just can't remember if he's the writer. Yes. Troy Scott directed Notes of Autumn. This appears to be his third movie for the Hallmark Channel brand. He previously directed The Christmas Ring, All Saints Christmas. Last year, The Christmas Ring from 2020, many of his other directorial titles include movies like My Husband's Killer Girlfriend and My Husband's Deadly Past. Major lifetime Wendy-style vibes here. Loving it. Yeah. I still don't understand why we don't get to review my genre of movies. We can. Girls Gone Lifetime? It would just it would just require a whole another set of podcasts we'd have to record. So I'm not opposed to that. Let's pass on that for now. There's too many podcast recordings happening right now. I cannot add another movie Let me just watching. Put it out there that this is not something that Wendy's been asking for in the background, it's and not. I've been shutting her down. It's I'm not. fully open to that. It's not total domination. Is what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, that's it for news and notes for this movie. I think. That's a wrap. Time for first impressions. Go, Wendy. I didn't write one. Me either, but I'm going to I did not write one. Okay, tell me yours. Happy sigh. Oh, that's nice. We'll just go with yours. It's <laughs> <laughs> a girl's gone homework first there. All right, let's jump in right to what we liked about Notes of Autumn. I personally loved how they worked Leo's book characters into this movie. Yes. I I thought it was fun and charming. Yes. Agree. The nice thing about those scenes is hardcore Hallmark movie fans will super appreciate those moments. Mm. Like, you know, the Kevin Smith, Pascal Hutton history and that they play these characters on One Calls the Heart. Now they're playing these, you know, Regency romance characters on Mm -hmm. screen. But you didn't have to be a Hallmark fan to appreciate those kind of cheesy romance interludes. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they carried it through the whole movie. Like Me It too. wasn't just that. It was so fun. I liked it. McFarlane and Ashley Williams are magical together as besties. I agree. And I spent the first like 60% of the movie being like, mm, but I want more of them together. And then we get more mm. of them. Towards the end, they have some more scenes together. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, but I, they're actors. I fully believe them as real life besties that they like, and maybe they do like the Hallmark world is small, but I just felt so much warmth in their scenes. And I think Ashley Williams elevates the performances of everyone around her. I think we need only to look to Ticket to Paradise and how that's one of Ryan Pavey's finest roles. And I think he really... (coughs) <laughs> benefited from hearing opposite Ashley Williams. She's just such a bright light totally on screen. Agree. Yeah. And I think it's hard to be boring in her presence. I have some notes about her okay. and are wished for. I freaking loved Peter Porte in this yes. movie. I thought he was fantastic, funny, quick with his lines. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed him as an actor and I would love to see him in more Hallmark movies. Now, 
It's funny, like, he doesn't have a ton of Hallmark movies, but, like, the fans seem to really enjoy yeah, him. Yeah, he's made an impression. So I'm like, is he going to come back with more? Can we see him with more? I would love to see him again. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where Leo and Matt are walking together, and Matt discloses that he's divorced. He says something about my mm. ex-husband. Yeah. And Leo goes, oh, you're single. And I, first of all, the entire scene is magical. And then they go through it and he goes, oh, you're single too. And I wondered, first of all, that's like a nice, like, you know, revealing <laughs> of like. <laughs> I just gave Megan a huge wink. <laughs> revealing, like, it's, you know, a nice moment where they're like, oh, yeah, I can be into you, right? But mm-hmm. I also feel like there's a subtle, like, in the pause, in that dialogue, in that delivery, there is a safe for Hallmark Oh, you're gay moment. Mm. Did you read that between the lines? I did. Like, oh, I'm actually feeling something mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I I loved it. I loved that whole scene and just like kind of watching them like start to fall for each other mm. a little bit. I just I just enjoyed it. So that's interesting. That's an interesting note because my my next note is that I enjoyed the slow burn between both couples. Yeah. Although, like, I always want heat. I always want fire, fire chemistry between sure. couples. I, I I did kind of appreciate that, like, each couple were kind of, like, just getting to know each other and yes. taking it a little bit slow. Um, There was one scene – that's funny that you mentioned that scene. There was another scene between Leo and Matt where Leo simply puts his hand on Matt's chest right here. Uh-huh. Like, and I can't remember what it was, but it gave me, like, some feelings. Yeah? <laughs> like, I was like, oh, like, that's fiery. One simple little touch to the chest, and it seemed fiery. Yeah, they me. had like a light handhold across a table at mm. one point. So. Yeah, like all that stuff kind of like makes me barf. Like I just hate that in real life anyway between any couple. Like oh. the cheesy like let me put my arm around you. I don't know. I just I'm So the hand on the chest worked for you. The handhold across the table did not. Yeah. Okay. Um can I just stay here though cuz I don't know where else to put it, but I thought their end of movie kisses between both couples kind of ho-hum no yeah fully disagree Uh, i fully disagree i actually thought the luke peter kiss was hotter than the ashley marcus kiss no No, i wasn't feeling it only because i was like i i I didn't like the whole like split screen like i just okay um that's fine okay so Ashley loses her luggage and has to wear yeah. Leo's clothes. Yeah. I loved that whole, like, you know, menswear-inspired wardrobe they put her in. Sure. Obviously, no way that's Luke McFarlane's wardrobe. Yeah. Because it was, like, tailored well to fit her. Mm-hmm. But I loved all those looks. Yeah. That she's, they... like, in his turtlenecks and blazers. And I just was like, this is – I loved every – would wear every single I know. thing she would wear. <laughs> <I> totally would. <laughs> Overall, for me, I think I liked Leo's and Matt's storyline better. Yeah, I agree. One comment in our Facebook group gave what I thought was an excellent suggestion that this movie would have done better with a sister swap treatment. I have where, that note. Yeah. 
from the Facebook group. Oh, I was like, did you write that in the <laughs> Facebook group? What do you think about that? So I, I had it in my wishes. So I'll just talk about it now. I saw that suggestion and I really liked it um, because I wanted a little bit more time with each couple. Uh-huh. And I, we, well, I don't want to speak for you. I enjoyed the sister swap. So did I. And I think it's interesting that they called this fall swap because we kind of (gasps) talked about, like, can we get more sister swap, like, you know, autumn in the city or whatever. Yeah. And we haven't gotten that yet. And I don't know if we ever will. But with Ashley Williams, I wonder if this was like their way of appeasing that audience. Oh, interesting. I don't know. My worry with sister swap before we saw it and my worry with giving this movie that treatment is one of the things that was great about this movie is the pacing was nice Mm -hmm. and the dialogue was snappy and i worry that now when we stretch them into two movies is there enough there got it yeah but i would have loved a little bit more into each of Mm. these me too romances me too that is interesting Mm -hmm. full circle with the fall swap didn't Mm -hmm. even think about that are we moving on to what you wished for. Yeah. I don't understand Sam and Ellie's working relationship. Hear me out. He's giving tours of like fall leaves. Uh-huh. And she's going to do what with her music? How's that all working together? I don't get it is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't really. <laughs> and furthermore... It made sense that she would help with the piano ball, given her musical experience. Uh-huh. But he who has none is running the show. I don't – help me understand that. Yeah. I don't understand why he's the volunteer that runs that show. Right. And Luke, just as a Luke, fundraiser. Leo has no experience either. So if he if she's coming in to step in for Leo because Leo decides to bounce. Right. Leo has no musical experience either. Right. I it, I don't get and it. I, You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I didn't get it either. And um, I fully admit that I let those details just kind of wash over yeah. me in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I get really into that. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm just enjoying the other stuff so much that I did not try Got to it. understand those sure. dynamics. Um, because I felt like the Leo, Matt made a lot more sense with what was going on in their lives. Like, he's trying to get away to write this book, and Matt needs a kitchen. Like, it made sense why they were interacting. I think it made less sense. It made no sense. On the other side. (laughs) (laughs) I've kind of already covered my wishes, and my wishes all center around just more. I think I wish for more Ashley and Luke time together. I don't know that I ever want to see them in a romantic lead. Not that I don't think they could pull it off. They just have such strong best friend energy for me. Mm-hmm. And I want to see more of that. Mm. Um, and I just wanted more. Not that it didn't give me enough. I just could have watched a second movie with these characters. Got it. And I think maybe we're left open for a second movie with these characters because there's so much left. I would love that. Especially when you have the two couple leads. It doesn't rely so heavily on the single storyline. Yeah. Now, are we to suppose that they all move to like one city now? I think so. Okay. That would be so fun to see a second movie where they're all in the same 
and how the friendships work together, Mm -hmm. right? I'm curious to hear your opinion on my next wish. I wish Ellie's forgetfulness wouldn't have made her seem inept. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if she was just forgetful or if she's dealing with like an undiagnosed ADD disorder. Sure. Whatever. Like Megan is. Well, you know. (laughs) But like I hated that. I hated that like her boss made her seem that she was incapable of working like yeah doing her job duties i don't know it just frustrated me mm-hmm. like i was like stop putting her down for being like forgetful for stopping to play the piano yes yes it, it frustrated me and then additionally you know she talks about she had a i don't know if it was a boss or like a musical conductor or whatever who had told her that she played music like it was her job, and then that made her lose, like, confidence and her ability to play. Uh-huh. It was just touched on. I think that story needed to be, like, further fleshed out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just an interesting note how, like, one comment can really make, like, have these lasting effects. Yeah. So I just, I just thought it would be interesting to, you know double click into that a little Mm -hmm, bit more mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. all there's no time for it in this movie really no but i i think you know when i talk about like the mahogany movies how we get like a layered depth with characters we didn't get as much of that here no Mm -hmm. and i i would be interested in it i have one more one more wish and it's about ashley williams and there are moments in these movies where i want her to pull back on her quirky it's like at level 12 sometimes. Sure. And I need her to rein it in a little bit. And you wanted that. I needed her at to moments. rein it. It was like I just love her. too over the squirrel. Like, you know, <laughs> too, too over the top for me sometimes. I enjoy her so very much. Mm-hmm. But like I, it was sometimes hard to watch. Yeah, and I think the undiagnosed ADHD in me sometimes needs that. Mm. Like, keep keep be the squirrel yeah. that keeps my eyes on the screen. Got it. I'm ready for did you see that? Okay, <laughs> I am now ready for did you see that? I want to talk about. I talked about a minute ago. I said sometimes I just let those details wash over me and I don't pay attention. But here's one detail that I could not let go of. Mm. That is when Ashley in quotation marks is playing the piano. Yes. I noticed it too. And there's one scene early on in the movie where she's playing and she has like a three quarter length sleeve Uh and they like the person playing the piano, you can see their arms. There's no sleeve. And she stands up and like, you can see that there's a A full sleeve. Yeah. Later on, there's a moment where the person you can see is wearing the same clothes because there's like a reflection in the piano Mm -hmm. and they're wearing the same sweater. But in that scene, they may have been wearing the same clothes, but they were pushed up. And then you flash back to her standing. And anyway, I know Ashley wasn't playing it. It's okay that she's not playing it. No, I know. Did you see the Facebook comment on this too? No. Oh, so, so interesting. Okay. Because I saw the Facebook comment, same thing. Like somebody was like, damn you, Megan and Wendy. Like now you have me watching these movies. Like I saw that comment. So same scene, piano scene, somebody's playing. Whoever's playing the piano has a red, like, Kabbalah string on. Oh. In the next scene, you see Ashley stand up. She's wearing a watch. <laughs> there's no red Kabbalah string. Yeah. So there's that. I have a few as well. Do you have more? No. When Ellie and Leo 
first exchange keys at the airport. Yeah. Ellie has her suitcase. Yeah. And she, like, rolls away with her suitcase. But then, like, later on, the suitcase is lost, right? Did they meet before they checked their luggage? Because to me, it seemed like they met, like, as they're getting on their airplanes. Well, they couldn't have been getting on their airplanes. One of them would have had to have landed. Right. So we're going to have to believe that it's Leo who has landed and Ellie is going to get on her plane. Okay. True. And then her luggage is then lost. Okay, fine. But But it's a carry-on. Why is she checking a carry-on? Yeah, maybe she had to gate check it. They ran out of overhead bin space. (laughs) Possibly, possibly. Um, One last note. She says to Sam, they're like decorating like for the piano ball. She's like, you can hollow out the pumpkins and make vases. Like groundbreaking, (laughs) groundbreaking event planning here. (laughs) Anyway, there were not a ton of did you see that's. She's a big fan of gourds. Too much. Are you the gourd guy? (laughs) No. God. Stop it, please. All right. Well, on that note, what'd you rate this movie? 3.75 stars. Four stars. Ah. Speaking of ratings, we'd love five stars from you, our Girls Gone Hallmark listeners. How do you do that? If you're saying, I hear you asking me to leave you a rating, what do I do? Pick up your phone. Open the purple Apple podcast app. And you're saying, I don't listen to that app. That's okay. Listen wherever you want. But Apple Podcast, go to Girls Gone Hallmark, scroll down, tap all five stars, and then let us know what you think of the podcast. And if you can't think of anything to say, just say, tell us your favorite Hallmark movie of all time. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.